Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is I, your host, Max from Winged Octopus, and we are finally bringing you back our podcast. It's been on hiatus for, man, since I returned from the desert and I went to the moon and I came back from the moon and the desert and the moon is made out of cheese. But anyway, we are back. This is our first episode of our podcast, and we're glad to have it back with us. Uh, With me tonight is... Tyler up in Boston. Travis sadly could not make it. Travis had the boyfriend duties to take care of, which we're okay with that. But Tyler up in Boston, I know he's been shoveling for the past like two days trying to dig himself out of that winter storm. Stella! Uh, Tyler, glad you could make it. Um, I hope you didn't pull your back. How you doing tonight? I'm good. I actually have a snowblower, so uh, no problems there. And actually, my dad was kind enough to uh, volunteer to do that, um, even though I told him, hey, dad, I'll do that. Uh, and he's like, no, 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 I got this. So uh, I didn't have to do much but shovel the stairs and uh, a few other things. So not too bad. There we go. You but it's very it? cold. <laughs> you, you heard it here, folks. Tyler let his dad do all the heavy lifting. Go get them. <laughs> All right. Before we start off tonight, uh, we want to quickly shout out our sponsors. First one is WorldwideStubs.com. You can go there to purchase any tickets if you're looking for sporting events, concert, and any other events. Uh, the promo code is bar down for select percent off any purchase for a limited time. Promo code bar down at WorldwideStubs.com. Second, our next sponsor, of course, is Original Six, which they make cell phone cases out of recycled composite hockey sticks. And as everyone has known for quite a while now, they have partnered with our own Danny DeKaiser on a clothing line. You can follow Original Sticks on Twitter at Original Sticks with an X. And then lastly, uh, good friends of ours is at Twitter at the Dojo Detroit. Uh, you know, they're, we're trying to make it called the Dojo since it's Little Caesars Arena. Um, it's a great name. It's a really funny nickname for it. And can get your hot and readies. Um, you can also get uh, sweet-ass apparel from them on their website off dojodetroit.com. So make sure you give them a follow on Twitter. And without further ado, we're going to get right into this. Um, changing it up a little bit, we're really going to cover only three main subjects here uh, tonight. We really didn't get any questions, which we're okay with that. We're mostly you know, testing this one out, pilot episode of the podcast to bring it back. But here we go. No questions. So you get to hear me and Tyler ramble on for a good 20, 25 minutes. And if Tyler gets out of hand, I will mute him. And then I'll sing <laughs> to you guys my beautiful uh, Flex the Golden Pipes for you all. But all right. First topic, um, Jeff Blashill. Biggest question mark probably right now besides good old Ken Holland. But um, as we know, uh, Jeff Blashill was – an assistant way back when, when Babcock was here for one year, uh, they sent him down to Grand Rapids to basically uh, let the, instead of the players grow, let the coach grow because at one point he was going to be the heir apparent once Babcock le- left. Uh, Babcock leaves. Uh, uh, Blashell takes over last year. The team didn't make the playoffs. The team got help to make the playoffs last year. <laughs> Thanks for Tuka Rask having the runs or something. Not sure, but Boston got lit up that game while we were in New York, and we squeaked in, and then, of course, uh, Tampa Bay once again smacks us around. Uh, coming into this year, you know, second year, I mean, growing pains all around, but, I mean, right now, um, Blashill has to be at least um, questioning if he will have a job or will he be behind the bench at that new arena at the dojo 
um, coming this fall because right now, I mean, some of his decisions coaching-wise have just been atrocious and um, can't really defend him anymore. I know Tyler's a very, very uh, tar and feather him and ship him off to uh, Siberia with Jonathan Erickson. So I'm going to go with Tyler here, what his thoughts are, and then I will counter whatever he says, sadly, as devil's advocate, or I will agree with him on some things here and there. So, Tyler, your favorite, favorite thing to start is like a civil war with within the group. <laughs> Jeff Blashow, it's all yours. <laughs> well, I've been on this record saying that I, I don't think Jeff Blashell is um, a horrible coach, but I don't think he's the right coach for this franchise. Um, I've said before that I think that the Red Wings are a marquee original six franchise and those, those six franchises deserve to have, you know, elite coaches. And if they're not elite coaches, they better be pretty damn good. Um, Jeff Blaschel is not that. I think at the end of the year, you're, you're going to see some, some things come out that says, you know what, the Red Wings are going to take a look at their head coaching job and Jeff Blaschel's job may be on the line, um, either moving into next year or, you know, at the end of this year, and they may just fire him outright after they miss the playoffs. Um, do I think he should go? Um, I don't think it's all on him, but I think that I've seen enough where I don't think this guy's going to be a great coach. Now, if I'm wrong, I will admit that I was wrong, but I don't think this guy's going to be a very great coach or a very good coach in this league. And I definitely don't think he's going to be a great coach here in Detroit. So I think the Red Wings should move on from him. I think that he's, he's not learned from his first year mistakes. And that's the biggest thing, Max. That's that's the biggest thing. He has not learned from what he did wrong last year. He has not learned this year. I mean, how many games has Kuro played this year um, ever since Howard got hurt? Not very many. He was riding Mrazek down the stretch. The same thing that he did last year between, um, I believe it was December and like February. So, Max, my question to you is, has he learned from his mistakes? I mean, he hasn't learned from his mistakes because, I mean, let's see, he benched Mantha for, okay, yeah, send a message, whatever. But um, the only thing I'm going to say to really that it's not all on Blashill is um, he's not the one on the ice, you know, making the plays, scoring the goals, making the passes, defending the rush, even though we don't defend the rush whatsoever. Um, it is on some of these players, but, I mean, I, I do have to agree with you that he hasn't learned anything at all this year, or he has learned something, but, I mean, there's just more growing pains and more lessons to learn. I'm just now pondering, will he make it to next year behind the bench? Because um, the only other thing that I have to find fault with him is, is he's coached about, I think, seven of these players total. My numbers could be wrong, but probably at least seven players that he – um, had down in Grand Rapids when they won the Calder Cup. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, he should know these guys and know how to, like, work it. I Don't get me wrong. I understand the AHL and the NHL are two different animals. But when you have prospects that go down at the AHL that come up to the NHL, you're basically prepping them to come play in the um, NHL. And right now, I I think the only player that at least, you know, is NHL worthy right now is Mrazek that, you know, was under Blashill. I mean, Yorko's gone. Uh, Riley Sheehan is so voodoo snake bitten right now. I don't even want to talk yeah. about poor Riley Sheehan. Um, Tatar Nyquist, not really sure what we're going to get. I mean, we all thought it was 
Euro Twins 2.0, not even close. Not even close. I'm trying to think if any of the defensemen, maybe Marchenko was down there. Sproul, I mean, Sproul, Sproul was there. Marchenko was there. Uh, XO was there. So Sproul, I mean, poor guy. I mean, can't catch a break. Now he's out the rest of the year. XO has actually performed very well. Jensen. I'll, I'll give him two players. I'm not really sure about Jensen. Jensen was there. Yeah, yeah, he was. You sure? I believe I believe he was there. I'm not sure that he was on the Calder Cup winning team, but he was there at, at one point with Blashill, I believe. Okay. Well, then, there you go. I mean, I just – I feel – I mean, granted, there are a lot of, like, issues with this team. I mean, coaching is just one of them. I mean, I'm not, put, I'm not putting it all on Blashill, but, I mean, let's – I'll go with this. If um, the wings stick with him, um, he's got to realize it's going to be – Three, four, five years before you know his system and the play that the players that I guess he wants are actually incorporated because there'll be another roster turnover here in the next two years. Or Zetterberg's gone, Cromwell's yeah. gone, Howard will probably be gone. Um, Abdicator will be like your leading um, veteran in the locker room, and hopefully, you know, Larkin, Double A, Mantha are you know in their primes. And the back end looks, you know, relatively healthy because, boy, do we miss the days where, you know, defense was the least part of our concern. Um, but, um, it, I mean, it'll it'll be very interesting because, I mean, if, if they do fire him, who do you go get that's going to, you know, motivate these young guys? And, you know, I mean, you're not going to rebuild the – it's not going to speed up the process, but it, it would be interesting to see who they would go get, I believe, I mean – Maybe you go get Gerald Gallant. I mean, that's the only guy I could think of that's you know available, really. Well, yeah, you know, Gerard Gallant would be a good fit, I think. Um, but I do think that – now, I don't know how you feel about this, and I do realize that we're up against it kind of and we do have to move on. But I don't know how you feel about the fact that these players were productive under Babcock, or some of them were productive under Babcock, didn't like the way Mike Babcock was the coach, and said they wanted a new voice. And now when the new voice is here, they've disappeared. Their production's dropped off. I'm talking man. I'm talking uh, Nyquist. I'm talking Tatar. I'm talking Riley Sheehan a little bit as well. Um, so uh, my question is, where do you go? Uh, is it a more punchy coach, or is it going to be a coach that's going to be relaxed like uh, Blashill? Because I think if you're going to bring someone in here, it's going to have to be a – uh, John Tortorella kind of mentality, like, this is my show. I'm, I'm going to run this the way I want to run this because th this is what you players need. You, like, just your thoughts on that real quick. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, to talk, I mean, let's, I mean, let, let's look at it this way. Um, Blasio looks to be more laid back because Babcock, like, would scream and yell and, like, you know, he wanted to get Tatar, the most out of Tatar, and I just, I know I keep going back to him, but, I mean, that's just the prime example. I mean, under Babcock, Tatar, you know, had like a fire under his ass. I mean, granted, he has heated up, well, ever since he got played with Zetterberg, um, but, I mean, Zetterberg's not going to be around forever. Shoot. Definitely I mean, not. We no. can't. I mean, we saw, we we were spoiled with Pavel Datsuk, and, you know, when Zetterberg leaves, and I don't understand how some fans – don't think he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame or have that 40 retired. It should be, and he'll be Hall of Famer, no worries. But um, it's it's just sickening to, like, um, I was just chatting with my dad earlier um, to get this point out there. This playoff streak probably could have ended two or three years earlier because basically they were writing Jimmy Howard when he was hot, Pavs and Z. That was it. Yep. 
Yeah, no, you're that, right. that was was like if if any of those three were like seriously injured, and all three of them were out at some point. The streak probably end, ends two or three years ago. I definitely agree with that. I definitely agree with that statement. I mean, the last time that they were really a threat, I mean, a lot of people like to well, say the last year. No, but a lot of people like year. to say the last year under Babcock, if they lost to Tampa Bay, if they would have beaten Tampa Bay in seven games, they would have had an opportunity to, you know, go farther in the playoffs, which is true. But I still think that the Stanley Cup contender team that they – the last Stanley Cup contender they had was uh, the lockout year. And if they would have had Danny DeKaiser – now, you know, we all know how Danny yeah. DeKaiser has turned out this season. But if they yeah. had Danny DeKaiser and they didn't lose him in that Anaheim series, they may have beaten the Hawks and they may, might have even beaten L.A. and Boston. So Yep. Um, it, it, it's an interesting thing, but I would agree with you. Um, it would have been interesting to see – who they would have played after Tampa because, I mean, that year I think the East was scary. Um, yeah, they so, were. Um, so it would have been interesting to see how far they could have gone. But I truly believe, yeah, if they would have had the Kaiser, I'm pretty sure they could have beaten the Blackhawks. Um, the Kings series would have been brutal. It would have been interesting. But, I mean, the, the only other thing I have really quick to bounce off of that is, you know, just really quick about, you know, goalie-wise and all that. Um, every of these people that hate on Jimmy so much and, you know, praise Morezic to no end. Uh, just remember, Morezic has not won a playoff series on his own yet. Uh, Jimmy has done that. Uh, so yeah. just heads up there. Um, and I'm not saying anything wrong. I truly – I think, you know, at one point Morezic will be this guy between the pipes. But, I mean, lately I, I just don't see it or if it's, man, the biggest sophomore slump here ever because, I mean, past five games, just Morezic stats, uh, three or more goals. Not going to cut it. Not definitely gonna, not. If, no, definitely not. Not, not if you're going to get paid, you know, the big boy money. I definitely agree with that. people who, like, hate on Jimmy for his contract, um, Jimmy, it's not like Jimmy planned to get hurt lately. Um, ever since he signed that deal and then he was named an all-star in, in that Washington game and then he destroyed his groin probably to no end because that was just disturbing to watch. Yeah, that was bad. Um, like He doesn't deserve any hate. But anyway, we're going to move on really quick before we get on to it. This is going to be the next fun topic since I brought it up here a little bit when we were talking about Blast Shell. Anthony Mantha getting benched. <laughs> um, I'm going to go off on this one really quick, then I'll let Tyler get in here. But, um, man, Jeff Blast Shell must be smoking something because um, Anthony Mantha, ever since being called up and paired with Zetterberg and Tatar and Nyquist and uh, – Zetterberg, since I don't know why he keeps switching Nyquist and Tatar. But anyway, Anthony Mantha is probably going to be, I'm hoping, uh, better and improve, you know, Franzen 2.0, but, you know, scores consistently because the kid is big, the kid's got a shot, and the kid can skate. But, man, I understand trying to teach him, like, in the NHL, you got to play a 200-foot game. I understand that completely. But if you're going to bench him, who's probably been one of your best players since you called him up, for two games, for no offense, for Mitch Callahan should have been playing. Like Drew Miller should have been rotated out, or heaven forbid, Riley Sheehan should have been uh, ro rotated out uh, to keep Mantha in the lineup to keep him playing. Because the only way these kids are going to get experience is to play. Like poor, poor Ryan Sproul is a prime example. Man, that kid sat I don't know how long. Then he gets to play one game, then he hurts himself, Ugh. gets hurt. He had probably the worst Too game bad. you could possibly think about for coming back, you know, from sitting in the uh, the press box for so long. I mean, that team, I forgot what team, that game that was, but boy. Is that they Ottawa? Ryan's no, it was Ottawa. 
Is that when he got upended in the bench? Well, it was Ottawa, Columbus, or something like that. I forget okay. exactly what team it was. But you, you know what I'm talking about, though. Like, this yeah, poor yeah, kid yeah. Like, had no luck whatsoever. So, I mean, benching young kids when you're not playing for anything, the wings are mathematically eliminated, especially if they lose tonight. Like, it's over. Like, there's no hope. I didn't want them to make it anyway. I want them to evaluate the talent, see what they have. Um, yeah, so I mean, I don't, I, I mean, if you think that this team is going to pull a Stanley Cup out of their butt as they are right now, you're crazy. Like, pass on whatever no. you're giving us. You're huffing because, man, I would love it right now. <laughs> but um, it helped take out the pain in my knee. But anyway, um, so Tyler, I'm going to throw this question at you. When you have young players, Larkin, Double A, Mantha, do you would you bench them to teach them a lesson, or would you let them learn it while playing and gain the experience and just move on? Okay, so just to answer your question, uh, it depends on what they do. If it's for a lack of effort and they they you know they're not playing defense or they're in Larkin's case, he's circling around pucks instead of stopping on pucks, like Blasha likes to say. Um, I mean, I guess I'm okay with it. Um, in Mantha's case, I actually, I got to be honest with you, in that case, I would have benched Larkin. And I get a lot of people are going to give me crap for this. But you know what? I was at that game against the Bruins. Dylan Larkin quit. So did Anthony Mantha. The only one out of those three triplets, for, for lack of a better term, is Andreas Athanasiu was was firing on all cylinders and he's supposed to be the one that is supposed to be the lazy one out of out of the three a lot of people like to call him the lazy one and in juniors that was his uh a little bit of his um reputation of being a little bit of a lazier defensive player he played good in that game anthony mantha and dylan larkin for all intents and purposes sucked in that game they sucked both of them they they were terrible, and and Jeff Blaschel is going to sit there and tell you that he thought that line was good. That line was invisible out there against the Bruins. But to get back to your question, it's it's imperative to for these guys when there when there's um when there's unimportant games or games that literally mean nothing like these games that they're playing right now. You have to give these guys ice time. You have to give Dylan Larkin ice time. Andreas Athanasiu. And Anthony Mantha. Now, if you're gonna if you're gonna bench them, just re remember there's repercussions of that. Of okay, in the summertime, oh look, he didn't get enough reps last, or he didn't get enough reps last year, and so you know he's you're taken away from his development a little bit. But I guess you're teaching him something, so it's different. I guess in both ways, it's different. It's it really depends on the situation. I guess is the best way to say that. No, I, I would I, I would agree with that. I just, I mean, they're not playing for anything this year. They're playing for a better draft positioning, let's be honest. I mean, it's over. It's been over for a while. Um, I'm kind of glad. Um, it's just the number, honestly, because like you said, the last year, we both kind of agreed the last year they were actually like a threat was the lockout year. Um, but, yeah, I mean, long time coming. Uh, we've been spoiled. We were spoiled with Eisenman, Shannon, Fedorov. We were spoiled with Lindstrom, Murphy, uh, Rafalski, Cronwall, uh, Stewart back Zetterberg. in the day. Uh, now with Datsuk Zetterberg, we were spoiled in net with Ozzy and Howard, and hopefully we'll be spoiled with Morazic down the road. But, I mean, right now, um, let the kids play. Shoot, let them learn. Let them learn from their mistakes. Yeah, granted, if they are being lazy, then, yeah, you sit them a game. But, I mean – 
to sit him against the Rangers. I mean, granted, I mean, we got smoked that game no matter what, but to sit him against the Rangers, I mean, come on. That just sends a that message was, of, are we, t- like, was, like, what does it send a message of, though? Are we we're tanking? tanking. Yeah, <laughs> basically, right? <laughs> we're tanking. No. We're tanking, but I mean, like, just come on. I mean, I just, I don't get him, or I don't, I just don't understand it, really. I mean, we're not in the locker room. I mean, we're in the locker room. It would just make life so much more easier. Then we could figure this out and bring it to you guys. But here's um, the other question for you, though. Okay. If you're going to bench Anthony Mantha, why don't you bench a guy like Dylan Larkin? What, just because his name's Dylan Larkin and, he, and he's played so good this year? He has not played good this year. I mean, obviously, you know, he's been battling through things, and, you know, it's a sophomore slump and everything. But why why is it okay to bench Anthony Mantha, but it's not okay to bench Dylan Larkin? Like, I don't get that. I don't understand I don't, that. I, I, what, because I he's I mean, the golden if you're child? Me, if you're asking me, dude, shoot, man. If I had a man, if I had a lottery ticket, I'd probably tell you the, those numbers and why they don't bench him. Man, I mean, I, I, think, told it's, you. I, think, I think it is a little bit the name. I really do think it's a little bit of the name, and he's. A, I mean, he was an All Stars rookie year. I mean, I mean, Stanley Mantha. I mean, won't be one till you know maybe next year. But I right. mean, I think it's more the name because I think, and maybe also they're trying to make sure Mantha doesn't fall back down to bad habits. Because I told you true, true, true. back yeah. in October when you know he didn't make the team and all that, and I was I went to a Checkers game. And I was super excited to see him. And, boy, I mean, he could shoot the puck because he scored, like, two goals, and it was amazing. But, boy, he don't know how to back check where shit. He just gave up on plays and went for a line change. He went off the ice for a line change. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? You got to play defense. I mean, see, granted, I th- maybe he was a little upset that he didn't make the team to begin with. But, I mean, you got to try and make sure the bad habits don't happen because, I mean, um, you don't want to, you know, just be one-dimensional. I mean, look what Ovechkin was back in the day. To what he is now, and I would take right now Ovechkin over back in the day Ovechkin. Yeah, I agree. Week. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. That's the best player to look at it. I mean, Mantha is going to be like no Ovechkin. I mean, that's just two different, you know, generations of talents. Players, but I mean, yeah. but I'm I'm just saying, like, that's the best example, though. I mean, today's Ovechkin. I mean, I would take a, today's Ovechkin just minus some years, so he's like a little bit younger in the body and all that. But I mean, I take today's Ovechkin over, you know, earlier Ovechkin, whereas you know, sixty race, goal Ovechkin, yeah, the race, to six, the race to the sixty. Um, okay, so we've talked about Mantha, we talked about Blasio. Now for the fun part, since we are mathematically eliminated, so this is going to be the first time where we'll be racing to the golf course in April right away. Uh, playoff matchups. This is is interesting. Um, really quick update: If the playoffs start today, we're gonna start on the West. We got Hawks in first. They're gonna take on the Blues, second wild card. Then we got Wild and Predators. But the Predator, the Wild are right behind the Hawks. I think Nashville's not too far behind. So I mean, they're right there, Tyler. In my opinion, those are great four matchups. No matter what, I would probably just flip. Nashville, so they could get the number one seed. But anyway, that's all basically. Oh no, all Nashville's right only there. got seventy nine points. I mean, I mean, not Nashville. I'm sorry, the Wild, the Wild. Flip wild, the Wild dude. with the Hawks. But I mean, Hawks and Blues. You can't argue about that first. I can't round. argue with that. Yeah, no, that's a good and first round. Na- Nashville Wild. You can't argue with that either. So like right there, the the Central looks great. I love it. I love it. You go to the Pacific. You got Sharks as the top seed. They take on. Can you believe it? Your McJesus makes his carried the team to the playoffs. Edmonton returns to the playoffs since I would believe 06. Where 06. They, 
when they went to the Lost cup to Carolina. Yep, in 06. So Edmonton returns the playoffs, and then you got Ducks in Calgary. Um, I'm actually okay with this. I mean, I'm I'm not gonna. Everyone's probably gonna hate me for this. I am a little Ducks fan. I'm not gonna lie. I love the Ducks. I mean, they're back in my day. They're they're, they're the mighty Ducks. Those jerseys, man, those are sick. I love those faces <laughs> on the jerseys. Um, but really quick, um, Kings are only four points out. Um, I think Winnipeg is falling too far behind, so I think it's really just going to become Edmonton, St. Louis, and possibly the Kings if they get hot. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's really a race. It's really a race of of Edmonton, St. Louis, and L.A. for the wild I mean, card well, spot. Well, here's the other thing, though. Um, Edmonton's only one point one behind point back, yeah. for the second, yeah. or the third seed. So I mean, you could get Edmonton Ducks. Um, I think the Sharks have pretty much almost locked up the top card, though. They're too far ahead of the Ducks to catch up. But, I mean, it, it it would be looking good in the out west. Like, I can't fault any of those playoff matchoffs, you know, if they, you know, started today. Or, you know, no, tomorrow. the worst one would be Ducks and, and Flames probably out of, yeah, out of the four I think, there. I think out of all four matchups for first round, that would probably be, you know, the least, you know, favorited to watch. I'll tell you what I'd be intrigued. I'd be very I would intrigued be by the to see uh, sharks in Edmonton. I mean, do the sharks the sharks want to go back and uh, you know get a cup? I mean, that would be cool to see Thornton and Marlowe. I mean, I know they are Red Wing killers, but that would be awesome to see. Man, think about this too: the Sharks against the Oilers. Guess who's on the bench for the Edmonton Oilers? Uh, Todd McClellan. Oh my God! The former, yeah, the former, former San Jose coach. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that so, would be hilarious. That'd be a little bit of a matchup um, there. Then you got the the Blues and the Blackhawks who have met in the playoffs. Oh, they hate each other. Um, they hate a lot. Other. Um, um, and then you got Wild in Nashville, and I mean, you can't you can't go wrong with those ratings, no matter no, what. Absolutely I mean, not. It it would be interesting to see what happens out west, though. With if Edmonton jumps uh, Calgary. And if you know, somehow the Kings make a push because, you know, it's the Kings shit, man. They'll get the second wild card and then, you know, they'll do their magic again. Win the cup. Yeah. I don't know about um, this year, but. Really quick, though, we're going to hop it back over now to the east. Um, and the Atlantic, you've got Montreal top dog right now. Ottawa's nipping at their heels at number two. And then you got Boston. So that matchup would be Ottawa-Boston for two and three. And then Montreal would take on the Rangers who are the top wild card. And right now, if you look at it, which is really sad, um, but the Rangers have more points than the t- three teams in the Atlantic. <laughs> so um, mm. sadly, they get a wild card because the three teams in front of the Rangers are even better than you know everybody else. But um, can't really fault this. Um, I mean, Ottawa makes the playoffs. I mean, look at this. The year we don't make the playoffs, and right now, there's four Canadian teams in the playoffs. Like, who in the like? What is going on? Just like, is this is this how Canada gets in? We have to like miss because look, we got Montreal in, Ottawa in, and then out west you got Oilers, Calgary. Like, what is going on? Well, you still got Just Tampa Bay and Toronto that are still they're still not far behind. No, Toronto is only one point back. I, I, I'm just saying though, just Canadian team wise, man, that's four. That's four. I know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and the possibility but, um, for a fifth. Possibility for a fifth. Oh uh, yeah, the Maple Leafs are only uh, one point behind. One point back. Tampa's technically tied with the Islanders yeah. for point wise, but uh, Islanders get the second wild cards. 
because of the ROWs. They have 32 to Tampa's 30. So look out if Tampa could get healthy, maybe even get Stamkos back, who we all saw get hurt against us, and we kind of like poetic justice. But still, get Stamkos back healthy, that would be huge. And then the Metropolitan, you got Caps and Islanders, which could be, you know, Tampa, Maple Leafs. Uh, I mean, look at that. What if that Mike Babcock, you know, sneaks in and, you know, takes on Ovechkin? I mean, that would be crazy. Austin Matthews, Ovechkin. Oh, jeez. Like that, crazy. And then, Tremendous. of course, you got uh, Pittsburgh and Columbus. I mean, that's that's building into a rivalry. A little that bit of a rivalry. Crazy. It's not that far either from from my understanding. Pittsburgh and, and Columbus. No, only about no, an hour away. Right? An hour away, I believe. Not even. Um, that's what I thought. But, yeah, but, I mean, that's become, turning into a rivalry. I think they have met at least one once or twice now in the past playoffs. I think it's been twice now. I think it is twice. So it is turning into something there. I mean, that's great for the NHL. I mean, I can't really fault any of these. I mean, it would be interesting to see if Tampa sneaks in or, you know, Maple Leafs sneak in because um, the only way those two teams are going to sneak in probably will either be wild card or if, you know, Boston struggles and, you know, Maybe Tampa steals the third seed, and you know the Maple Leafs push the Islanders out and Boston out, and they steal and they sneak into the wild card. I mean, could you imagine Ottawa Tampa with all the tra- players and trades that have gone on just between those two right. teams? Yeah, I think I, I'll tell you what. Right now, I'm going to say a little bit of a bold statement. I think Boston's a lock. I think they're in. I think for sure. 82 points. They're only five up. Yeah, I, I know they're only five up, but I the, the way they're playing hockey right now, and just the way like. I'm a hockey fan, so I like to watch hockey in general. And I live in Boston, for all of you guys that don't know. And just as a hockey fan, I like to watch whoever's playing. And I would shy away from the Bruins because they were so boring to watch. I've been watching them, you know, whenever they're on and they're playing an interesting game. They're a pretty fun bunch to watch. They got Pasternak and, you know, they got the the crew going there and Bergeron and Krejci getting – you know, they're playing the way they used to play and they're playing a little bit more fun. They're a much funner team to watch. And for that reason, I think they're going to make the playoffs. I think they're a lock. They've missed the last two years. So I think Boston's a lock. And I do think that um, Toronto gets in as well. All right. You heard it from Tyler. And remember, Tyler is the conductor of the Stamkos to Detroit train, which will now be converted to the Kevin Chetty Deuce to Detroit. That's not happening. Please. Let's, well, well, don't worry, Tyler will come out like in June and be like, guess what, guys? We're getting Jim, Kevin Shankirk. Um, uh, you hear it from me now. Well, just Bob be, McKenzie will get my hopes up and then, you know. Be, there'll, be a, there'll be a winged octopus uh, revolution because Tyler's like, shady news to Detroit train, and I'll be like, I'm going to blow up that train. Blow it up. <laughs> but anyway, um, interesting first round matchups. Um, can't really fault that, honestly. I really can't. I mean, granted, we're not going to be in it, but I mean, can't really argue with those matchups right now. I mean, sat, I mean, to me, if we're not in it, I mean, it's not going to kill me. I mean, Tigers will be back. Baseball will be going on. Maybe I'll actually play off hockey. Life. Maybe I'll actually have a life down here in Charlotte. Who knows? But um, maybe I'll find that special one that, you know, probably not. I already found that special one. Her name's Morgan with Captain in front of it. But anyway. <laughs> 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 but um yeah i mean it's just it'll be interesting i mean it, i mean it's just sad to see it go you know the year we're done at the joe because i mean that memories were crazy my last game there that was crazy i loved it i mean it, as was mine yes even it's just it's just oh i have it's videos just, of mine on my phone it was that i've never seen a place and i've been in a lot of venues 
I've never been in an arena that was so, in an arena that was so loud and it was shaking and the place was just going absolutely bananas. Uh, it was it was insane. Uh, I I cannot believe like how I great mean, that place was. Uh, yeah, I mean, mine. I mean, we came back. We were down, I think, three two or four two. The Islanders, and then or no, three two. Then we went up four three. Then they tied it. Then DeKaiser scores a goal off like two different pinball guys. I mean, I was there with Travis and Valerie from the blog and Michael. I mean, that place. Oh my God! I mean, we couldn't. I mean, it was. I don't. I think I lost my voice that night. It was just so crazy. Um, that pretty much is going to wrap up our first podcast. You know, bringing it back to you. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you didn't ramble on too much. I hope you didn't believe Tyler and his shoveling inability skills or um <laughs> his Sherry Deuce train comments, which will be coming in about you know two months, give or take. Um, from everyone here, um, Tyler, uh, you can shout out your Twitter handle, blah, 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 Twitter handle really quick. Um, but really quick before we do that, uh, please follow us at winged octopus on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. You can check us out on iTunes, which this will be on there at some point and Google play, yep. uh, download it. Please give us, uh, you know, your feedback. You hated us. You didn't want to hear us. You want rather hear Val or Michael or Kayla will guess or Travis. Well, guess what? I'm the host, so you can suck it. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, we appreciate the comments. Please, um, you know, give us a hear, uh, listen to us. You know, let us know how we did uh, from bringing it back from the dead. The pod uh, podcast, and also please check out our YouTube page and watch our previous shows. Uh, we greatly appreciate, and please, you know, uh, you know, read our articles that when we post them out here and there. So, uh, Tyler, you want to uh, say your final uh, words and goodbyes and your Twitter handle? Uh, yeah, yeah. You guys ca can follow me at MassWingsFan on Twitter. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, TCS91, if you really want to see pictures that I take uh, from Red Wings games and what have you. Uh, I just want to say, everyone, enjoy March Madness. Be safe. Be safe on uh, St. Patrick's Day uh, weekend there. Um, also, enjoy the World Baseball Classic that's going on here. And, uh, you know, get ready for opening day that's going to be tremendous, whether you're a Tigers fan or whatever team you support. Um, like I said, uh, just be safe, everyone. Uh, yeah, uh, my Twitter handle is Swedish Mafia 40. Really never got to change it just because of the mood of my team was depressing this year. Um, please be safe this St. Patrick's Day. Uh, it is tomorrow, but I know all you'll be drinking on Saturday. Uh, you know, uh, sadly, you know, it's coming to the end 25 years. It's been great. We were spoiled. Uh, now it's time to go through, you know, you know, the hard times a little bit to get back to, you know, being great again. Um, enjoy the world classic baseball thing Tyler mentioned. Um, if you're into that, enjoy March Madness. Time to make that money. Uh, <laughs> some brackets. Uh, you know, baseball's coming up here soon, so I finally get to see Verlander again. I'll be so happy. Uh, besides that, I think that pretty much wraps it up. Um be interesting summer down here in Charlotte. I can't wait to see how hot it gets, so I can like lose a lot of lose even more weight because oh, don't forget they on. don't forget they they're installing the seats at uh, the dojo oh, there, yeah. so it's not going to be long before. Uh, and everyone freaked out over not having a a cup holder for their beer. Lord Almighty! No, there is cup holders. There well, is no, cup but holders. you should have seen all the people freaking out, thinking, "Oh my God, where are the cup holders?" Jeez, like people. Twitter, like almost burned down because of these cup holders. But anyway, 
Um, I'm t- uh, that's Tyler. I'm Max. Uh, this is the podcast. We're coming back at you live. Uh, please give us a listen, you know, and, you know, deal with us for the past half hour, 40 minutes that we feel on to apologize, but um, we're back. Uh, everybody have a good night. Uh, wings are on at 10 o'clock tonight, Eastern out in Phoenix. Marezic is starting. Glenn Denning is out. Uh, Mitch Callahan in. Uh, then Saturday, they are playing Colorado one o'clock Eastern and, and then they're back on Monday for another back to back. I think Monday, Buffalo home in Montreal Tuesday. So there you go. Uh, we'll be back here shortly. So go wings, uh, get that better draft pick selection and everyone have a good night. Stay classy. Yaki town. We are out. Have a good night, everybody.